Super Speedway. Better keep a crew chief under order before I punch him in his throat. If you ever stare at me like that. Welcome to episode 189 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and as the music slowly fades out, I'm joined by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going? Eric, I didn't hear that clip. Where is that from? That That's is, fantastic. That is Matt Crafton at, on his radio after the John Hunter Nemechek uh, stare down and like slow that. clap. I like that. <laughs> Courtesy of NASCAR on Fox. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff. I didn't hear that in the moment. That's great. That was yeah. the first time I've heard that. So I'm, yeah, I'm all for that. That's good stuff. Yep. So, uh, yeah, the little little fiery tempers at Bristol this weekend uh, on the dirt. So that was on good. The, yeah. Well, this I guess this week. Yeah. I guess we started on uh, started right. on Monday after we survived. I don't know what we want to call that. I, I saw Lake Bristol um, <laughs> was out there for a bit. But, man, we survived. Um, I don't know, Eric, I, we, I don't think we dodged any bullets, but holy smokes, that was a, uh, what a week, what a weekend to get it in. Holy yeah. cow. Well, awesome. I, I was going to say that, you know, Monday is not technically the weekend, but when a race gets rained out and NASCAR extends into Monday, it's still part of the weekend. So the race weekend, we'll NASCAR, call, it, let's call it what it is. NASCAR determines the weekend and in, in my world. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had the extended weekend this weekend due to all the rain in Bristol, but you, you're right, James, we survived it. We survived dirt at Bristol. We survived uh, potential catastrophes, uh, foolishness. Um, we looked—I mean, I think everybody looked pretty silly on Sunday, um, or even yeah. Saturday. I was going to say Saturday was—I um, was concerned Saturday, and then I was even more concerned on Sunday. But here's the when, thing, uh, though: is so went down. So first, let's take the weather out of the equation because the weather. You can't control the weather. We've had, I mean, we've had races snowed out in Bristol in April. Um, well, I mean, look what know, happened at Texas last year. I mean, that in the playoffs, for God's sake. Right. I mean, we had, we were racing way into the week, and that was a huge problem last and, year. And that's so. the problem with a dirt track, and that's something you're going to deal with as a, if you're going to run dirt races, is that you can't just take the jet dryers out and blow the track off. And, you know, it's disappointing because Bristol's a track that you can dry in about an hour at, you know, tops. Um, with, with And it has lights, and yeah. you can... Do a lot of stuff with with night racing at Bristol, but yeah, when you can't save the track, right. there's not there's nothing you can do. But so there was a lot of concern on Friday uh, or on Thursday on Saturday with the with the tires um, because we were wearing out tires pretty bad, and so the format was changed as a result. NASCAR consulted with uh, with Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse, Austin Dillon to come up with a plan to make sure that they weren't blowing tires during this race. Um, but the thing is, is I don't. I don't know that it really was a problem because isn't that what we want? We oh, want tires to wear out. Yes. Yes. So, the concern was the concern was the length of the tire wear, right. where you're, you were only getting 10 laps in our, into a run and they were completely shot. That was getting to be, um, that's but, where it was getting a little scary, but yeah, well, we I mean, it was, 50 it was laps perfect. at the end, you know, just about uh, under green flag condition and we didn't have any, any major tire issues. So, nope. I mean, other than cars running into other cars, which is, oh, you know, it's, it was normal. It was perfect, man. I was, I was, I mean, you and I were texting throughout the race and, um, I had my, I mean, you know, I had my concerns going all the way through thinking that last stage we're gonna we might have a problem on our hands but um no man the tires held up the 
you know, kudos to the, to the track prep and NASCAR, everybody at SMI that got it in. And, um, that Damn, track was beautiful when they started the truck race on. It on was, race. yeah, it looked really good. And the cup race too. I mean, and there were getting... there were Twitter, there were people on Twitter, there were dirt track people on Twitter. Just no way is this track going to be ready. They're not going to be able to start even by four o'clock. There's no way this is going to work. But yeah, damn it, they proved them wrong. <laughs> they did. Yeah, I was, um, you know, I was cautiously optimistic the whole weekend, and usually. I, you know, you know me, Eric. Usually, if if I if I see uh, a weakness, I like to jump on it sometimes. But yeah. I wasn't I wasn't willing to go there this weekend because <laughs> I really wanted I really wanted this thing to work, and I wanted to, um, you know, enjoy this, you know, first race on dirt in 50 plus years, and, um, you know, for what it was, it was a special event, and NASCAR, you know, NASCAR needs some of these types of special events. I really wanted this to work. And, uh, and man, I was, I was so concerned, so concerned. And, and my concern was that that's where my concern was coming from. Like, I really like, you know, you and I, when they first announced this race, we were concerned. I yeah. mean, I, I was concerned all the way up until the, until the, uh, last stage and, and by God, we, we made it. I it was, was bummed was out on Saturday because I was thinking, you know, I was, I was down on this race when they announced it. I came got, around, got excited, really I came excited. around. I got excited. I was ready for it. I predicted at the beginning of the season, this was going to be the best race of the year. And they, the, the doubters were being proven right. And I was so bummed out. It's like, no, I don't want NASCAR to fall on their face with this. Yeah. And yeah. they came out Monday swinging. They put it all together and was it perfect? No, it was not a perfect event by any means, but for nope. a first time event, and I say first time because we know we're doing it again. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it went. I think it. You couldn't really ask for much more. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it was it was clumsy to the point where it was successful. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I, mean, I mean, I wouldn't say it was like the truck series when they ran the first race at Eldora, which you and I were there for. Yep. Um, I don't think it was quite like that, but that's because as new as this was, it wasn't new because we've done this at Eldora. So we know yeah. we can run on dirt. We didn't know if we could run cup on dirt, but we assumed if you run the trucks on dirt, you can run cup on dirt. We didn't consider yep. the fact that the cup cars have way more horsepower and they're going to burn through tires faster. Yep. But I mean, the big question here was whether the track was going to hold up and it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and whether it was going to hold up to 250 laps, which it did. Yep. And so, you know, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't, in the day. In it the wasn't, day. The, it, yeah, it wasn't the, well, it was during the day, but it was an hour later than it was originally it planned was. to be. Yep. Then again, there yep. was a race beforehand too, which there wouldn't have been otherwise. So yeah, they ran uh, what two fifty and one hundred and fifty. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, we had quite a quite a few laps on on old Bristol by the time the day was done. So I didn't um, I didn't have the same feeling leaving this that we did. I mean, when we left Eldora, we were like, "Holy crap, this is awesome! Let's run everything on dirt." Yeah, you I know, know. We I, were yeah. let's throw yeah. all the series on it. This is the greatest thing ever we're not there with this, but that's because it's not nope. as new as that was then. So, yeah, yeah, that was, now um, it does leave me excited for the truck race uh, coming up later this year on Knoxville. Race. Yeah, yeah. Knoxville. So, well, that's, I think that's my biggest takeaway too, Eric um, was, Hey, cup cars can run on dirt. I'd like to see it at a real dirt track, not Bristol. Why, you know, why are you taking a Bristol away from me when we could possibly run, um, you know, yeah, somewhere else? You're taking a Bristol away, but, and I get I that I get that argument, but you and I have also made the argument that none of these tracks should have a second date. And Bristol hasn't. I mean, 
yes, we've had a couple good races at Bristol recently, but Bristol hasn't been that great. Are we really losing right. anything by losing the spring Bristol race? <laughs> Not so much, but was this better just, than last year's spring Bristol race? I think so. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's last uh, year's yeah, spring Bristol race was good, but. Yeah, I'm not going to say that I didn't enjoy this more than most races. I think I've I enjoyed this race as much as I probably would enjoy like a Talladega or a Daytona, you know, a big event that, um, you know, we look forward to on the calendar. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you there. I'm I mean, last year we got our wish and we ran the race that we wanted to run at Bristol for the entire history of that race at Bristol in the All-Star race. And none of us are clamoring for it to come back. I mean, no, we no. like we like the idea of it at Bristol, but we're not clamoring for it. So, no, I mean, that not. just sh- shows you that. Bristol needed something, and we still got the night race there. We still have a race on the actual concrete. Yeah. So um, yep. I'm not I'm not I'm not upset with this. I, I'm more upset. Let me put it this way, James. I'm more upset with the fact that Atlanta has a second date than I am that Bristol lost a date. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Nope. I get that. I understand. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it was, you know, it was a spectacle. I, I wish, um, you know, if we weren't in this COVID world. And that place could have possibly been packed. And, you know, Eric, you probably would have been there. I don't know if I could have oh, gone. I definitely would have been there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you would have been there. I think we would have had, a, you know, maybe not quite that Eldora feel but that we had back in, God, Eric, that was eight years ago now this summer. Holy crap. Um, but, I mean, that was that was such a special that was such a special event. I, yeah, you know, but, I mean, that, that I think part of that, though, too, James, was it was just it was NASCAR returning to its roots. Not only did we return to dirt, but we re- returned to a back home. You know, it's Eldora is a pretty Backwards, high class yeah. facility, but it's not, you know, it's way out there. It's baby. not a NASCAR yeah. facility. And so you got despite the fact that they've got some suites and stuff like that, it's it's well, it's a true it's a true dirt track. Yeah, Bristol, it's a, a local short track is what it is. Right. Right. And you, you throw dirt on Bristol. And, and call it a dirt race that's fine it's not a true dirt race no. in, in the sense that you're the, the dirt isn't doing the same things that it's going to do at a real you know knoxville is going to be a much better race i think for the trucks yeah than, it, than what we saw at bristol but knoxville, uh, knoxville will still have that eldora feel whereas yeah yeah there. and for what the spectacle was that we saw yesterday i mean it was great i i'm bummed that we lost the heat races and oh yeah me too um, we'll probably get into that a little bit but yeah i mean we we lost out on a lot of opportunity to see these these cars run even more but you know by by God, it's a success. Yep. It worked. It did work. So, James, here we are about almost 15 minutes in the podcast, and we haven't yep. announced that Joey Logano won the tr- won the race. Yeah, Jolo. <laughs> yeah, Jolo. Joey Logano becomes the – he's the seventh winner in seven races this season. He's the first dirt winner in 50 years in the Cup Series. Um, you getting worried about the uh, 16 winners yet? I'm not worried about it. I'm looking forward to it. I, I bet you Me Michael too. McDowell's getting worried, though. Michael, McDow- <laughs> Michael McDowell's doing really well in the points, though. He is, He's hanging though. in there. Yeah, um, right. But, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, this uh, seven winners in seven races, I, I like that. But I mean, um, the only the only solace that those drivers that are worried about it have are that Joey Logano's a guy that you expect to win a race. Yep. So yep. it's it's when the guys, it's when the Christopher Bells and, you know, the Michael McDowell's win well, races yeah. that you don't yeah. expect to win races that – they take spots yeah. that you don't. Kyle Busch hasn't won. Denny yeah, Hamlin right. hasn't won. Kevin Harvick hasn't won. Yeah, yeah. We're the, that list is getting along here pretty soon. So Joey Logano, very little dirt experience. He was up in the booth for the truck race earlier in the day. I think he picked some stuff up there for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, he came, he was strong all day. He was there all day. Uh, let's Top. see, he finished yep. sixth in stage one. He he won second stage. And then, uh, and then won the, won the race and, um, you know, looked strong for a guy who's not used to dirt. 
yeah, he was great. And, um, you know, Kyle Larson has a, a now famous quote, you know, he, he said guys who are good at Bristol are going to rise to the top here. And, you know, you look at the top couple of guys, Joey and Ricky and Denny and yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, dirt or no dirt. This is Bristol. I mean, and uh, I will say that I think that the winner of the race was taken out, uh, when, oh, Bell, oh, yeah. when Christopher well, Bell spun. Yeah. This race changed. Um, and you know, shout out to Kyle Larson and Chris Bell. I mean, but, yeah. um, Kyle Larson and, you know, before that wreck, I mean, he proved his point and on how good he is on dirt. I mean, he came from dead last flying through the field and just got caught up in a mess. I mean, he, he didn't have to win this race to, for everybody to, to know, like, okay, that that's the guy. And this race suited Kyle more than a truck race on dirt because this race was all about throttle control. Yeah. And there's probably nobody better with better throttle control. Nobody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody better. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's one of the good points too, though, Eric, is the guys you see at the front of the field most of the day. I mean, those are true wheelmen. Yeah. Um, that are that were up there all day. I mean, Joey Logano, infamous wheelman. Ricky Ricky Stunhouse, he's got a lot of dirt experience. Probably the mm-hmm. probably the most of our our top top guys here. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's really talented drivers that you know found their way uh, through the field. And it, I, I was bummed we lost. I, I bummed for many reasons because um, I had Larson all, all across the board <laughs> and all my picks. Uh, but I mean. To lose to lose the two best dirt racers in the field in the same crash and that was the end of the day for both of them really um, that sucks because I thought they if those guys make it through clean and get to the last stage uh, I mean we could have we might have missed out on a pretty historic um, pretty historic show possibly which which stinks you know we you could have but we also but that's racing we could that's have, racing we could have missed out on a Martin Truex style win from the truck race because. Larson could sure if Larson clears it back. yeah oh, yeah you're you know what you're right that's I didn't think about that I didn't think it all the way through because yeah if that guy gets out front um he's putting it to everybody <laughs> so yeah yeah you're probably right but yeah to lose them to lose them both on the same wreck though really does I mean took took us uh, uh took took a couple of real contenders out that uh, you know you and I were looking forward to watching for sure I think so as much as we like this race um, and I, I think we're in, in, you know, in agreement. We like this race, right? I mean, it, it, yeah. it may not be oh, the yeah. greatest race, but we we're pretty happy with it. Yep. Um, but we only had five leaders all day. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, comers, comers and goers though. Martin which I Truex like. Jr. Led the majority of the race, 126 laps. Um, he was right there. I think third at the end when he, I think, mm-hmm. believe cut down a tire. Um, and dropped to 19th uh, on the finish. Did he cut down a tire or did he just blow the corner? I'm, I'm not sure. I guess I don't know. He ended up 19th, so I'm assuming he must have. I think he just, I, from the looks of it. He I, must have really me, blown the corner then. Cause... Yeah, but he was stuck up high in the marbles and everybody was was True. going under him. So, I, yeah, I, either way, I mean, it sucks for him because he, he had a top five all day that he was going to get. But Kyle Busch led seven laps. He had issues, finished 17th. Uh, yeah, Joey, battled back, battled Joey, back, overheated early. Yeah, uh, Joey yep. Logano with the with the win laid sixty one laps on the day. Uh, Denny Hamlin led a lap, and Daniel Suarez led fifty eight yeah, laps in this race and oh, looked, like looked like the like guy he was to gonna beat. win it. Yeah, yeah, he was gonna win this race. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, I I've been saying kudos to Trackhouse Racing for the majority of the season already because they've like they're showing me something, right? Right. Um, but. I did not expect to see that. I mean, that came out of freaking nowhere. He, him leading that race with that new team on dirt. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Where did Daniel Suarez come from? Well, and we've talked so a exciting. lot about the benefit that Hendrick has gotten from its relationship with uh, Richard Childress racing 
and vice versa this season. But maybe one we haven't talked about that's benefited from it is Daniel Suarez. Because yeah. they were talking about on, again. they were talking about on door bumper clear. This car, this is not, uh, you know, an agreement like some of the other agreements that we've seen. This car, it comes out of the Childress shop. Mm-hmm. This is a Richard Childress car. Well, yeah, Austin Dillon calls him a teammate. Yeah, on, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I mean, this is that's just another example of how RCR has really ha- had a resurgence this season. Um, disappointed with Austin Dillon because he ended up twenty twenty first and was down a lap throughout much yeah, of the day. Yeah. He- yeah, he said they missed it. He was one of the guys to watch. I yeah. mean, he was your—I think he was your he pick. He was my too. pick. Yeah, yeah. So which? Yeah, I mean, he saved he, you from getting annihilated with you. I know. Yeah, he—he he definitely had me covered for. <laughs> he didn't have to do a whole lot. Um, mm. but yeah, I mean, I think everybody was a little disappointed that Austin didn't have a better show. He just said they missed it, which yeah. you know that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Um, we uh, one thing worth noting. Um, I, I would say we definitely have more speed here because the the wrecks hit a lot harder than they do at Eldora. Didn't yeah, they? they were flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ask uh, Eric Almarola yeah. when the uh, the sauce came flying in and and cleaned him up. Yep. Yeah, that was, uh, was not happy. That was rough, and a lot of drivers upset with cars or or trucks. In, in the case of the truck race, crashing into the into accidents late. Um, yeah. but you know that's one thing you run on dirt. These guys can't stop, stop, man. And then part of it, too, is that the way you have to set up your car when you're running a big, heavy stock car that's not made for dirt on dirt is you set them up to where when you hit the brakes, they turn. That helps you turn. So you're you're three wheel braking, basically, and that gives you less stopping power when you need to stop. And that's why when you see them lock up, they slide sideways and they hit with the door. Yep. Because they're designed to do that. So Make, makes you appreciate the world of outlaws guys yeah. even more because of how fast they are. They are mm-hmm. really going fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, just like this. this was a slower Bristol, but it still was Bristol in that you had an accident and there were people that were way back from the accident that ended up in the accident. Well, when your top speeds, what, 105, 110 in the straightaway. Right. Um, but you can't stop. It takes an entire straightaway to stop. I mean, <laughs> right. you're still you're still going pretty quick. I mean, it, does, it might not look fast, but 100 miles an hour is 100 miles an hour. You know, no. stand uh, next to that on the highway and see how fast it is. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, uh, Eric Almarola had issues. Ross Chastain. We talked about Christopher Bell spinning and him and Kyle Larson out of it. Um, Anthony Alfredo finishes last 39th. Um, Corey LaJoy got caught up in that wreck as well, who was actually running pretty well before the wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody else really jump out at you? Stuart Friesen started this one, uh, finished 23rd. Yeah, he um, was just solid. I mean, yeah. first start, I mean, hanging in there. It, yeah, you weren't really expecting to go run up front, especially with a Spire car, but he was, uh, he got a decent finish. Top yep. Almost a top 20 finish. That's, you can't ask for much more than yep. that. I was bummed about Chase Briscoe because he looked like he might have a top five, top 10 yeah. type of day and then got squeezed by Kevin. Yeah, and Harvick cleaned wreck. him out. <laughs> yep, broke his shock. Um, but still. Put him uh, freaking airborne, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, hell of a run for them to get that car fixed up after all that damage and finish 20th. I mean, that's a he kept it clean after that. So, yep. I mean, that's a great that's a great day considering. I know he wanted more. Um, Ryan priest stood out to me for a while. He was in the top 10 quite a bit. He's got lots of dirt experience. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else who really stood out, but, um, who did you I mean, mention? Eric... sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say Ryan priest, um, was who, good. who'd you say before Ryan priest? Cause I don't want to repeat it. No, that's it. I said Briscoe. Brick, okay. And then I went to, went to priest. <laughs> How about Tyler? Tyler Reddick was coming up working the high side, finished seventh. Yeah. We're doing his thing on the high side. That was good. Eric Jones just kept it clean. I, he was the next one. Yeah. Top 10 finish for Eric Jones. Who's not a dirt guy. 
No, another good run for him. But he is a short track guy from he is our a short area. Short track guy, but I've I've watched him run some asphalt back in the day yep. before he yep. got in the cup. Old uh, old Wild Bill Byron. Uh, he he won the I Racing event on on Wednesday and comes out and looks like maybe he had a but had a little bit of help for him. He, yeah, uh, he finished sixth. That was good. And then your your guy um, got a top five finish that you yeah. that you liked. Yeah, which good call, good call, man. Yeah, that Ryan Newman, man, I knew coming. Well, I mean, he ran so well in the truck at Eldora yep. multiple times that I figured that he'd be survived. Pretty good pick. Uh, survived a little bit of trouble. Yeah, got turned uh, around to, to get his night to get a nice run out of it. So, yeah. um, um, but Alex uh, Bowman looked good too for a while till he got caught up in trouble. Yep, yep. Um, ended up twenty second, but he looked decent throughout what the day. I, what I like about our rundown here, though, Eric, is think about the comers and goers that we had during the day. Yeah. I mean, that that's something you don't see very often. Usually you guys get into the top 15 and settle in yep. um, any, almost anywhere we go. But, yeah, we're talking about a lot of drivers who came up, came, you know, come back. And um, that that's cool. I mean, I, I like that. Tire wear, accidents, whatever. But it, it was. Yeah, it really it, helps it, when two of the favorites get taken out in a wreck pretty Yeah. Early. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> And you know, if Kyle Larson doesn't have that engine change, um, yeah. you know, that's, that changes everything for him. I think too, he doesn't have to work his way through traffic. Although that was fun to watch, watching yeah. him come from the back. I mean that, you know, maybe Kyle Larson should have a mandatory starting from last anytime we race dirt. Cause right. <laughs> that was awesome. I will say but, as somebody, and I, I, I can't speak it for Bristol because I wasn't there. Um, but as somebody who's watched the, the trucks at Eldora, you know, every year, but one that they've run, um, as, as good of a job as TV can do, they don't do a race like this justice. I guarantee right. you there was battling and contact and excitement throughout the pack. You yes. saw, I mean, they weren't single file shoot. They no. start, started them single file at, at one point or towards the end of the race. And yeah. they still weren't single file for long. Um, so I, I guarantee you that as, as good as the show was on TV, it was much, much, much better in person. Oh, guaranteed. Eric, you brought up a good question there yeah. that we actually don't have in the notes. The decision to go single file. What do you think? I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it... it was necessary where it happened, but I think when they, when they had the stage break and did the track maintenance, I think they should have gone back. Um, and I honestly think James that they need to plan if they're going to do, if they're going to do what they did with the stage breaks, I think they need to plan more time and really put some work on this track. I mean, that it definitely helped that last stage break that that was, that was close to what they needed, but maybe even a little bit longer than that. I know it sucks for TV, but yep. let's, let's get the track, right. Um, that second stage or the, the, the second portion of the second stage was really, really ruined by the dust. Yeah. Um, so Eric, yeah, you, you brought up a good point with the dust. I think, um, you know, maybe down the road and I'm sure NASCAR's looking at all of this stuff, but, um, splitting this race up, being able to add water in between, you know, this was, you know, I, I want to say to you as well, another kudos because, uh, you had said it last week, like running all these laps in the daytime, um, could be a problem. So I, I, you know, I think maybe running at night can help with some of that, but there's a lot of opportunity for us to, uh, you know, split this race up, make it more of a traditional short track, local track dirt race, yeah. you know, and, and keep it and keep it kind of split up, keep the keep the track moisture down. I think Bristol is definitely going to need that in the future. Um, well, so I, you know, lessons learned. I think they've got a lot of notes on this stuff. You could see NASCAR when they had those two cautions off the restarts before they made the decision to go double file or single file, they were running laps off and it was, those were intentional quick caution laps, not slowing the pace truck down, trying to run some laps off. So they didn't have to run as many green flag laps. That was, yeah. I guarantee you that was intentional. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, it, it's just, it just happened to hit at that particular point. I think the biggest problem was again, the time of day. And it was less about the dust being caused by the time of day as it was the sun being where it was Yeah, because you were getting a glare Yeah, really bad from that dust. Yeah. I was, um, I saw a tweet from Ryan McGee who said he was obviously he was in Bristol. They did a little special feature for ESPN and uh, he's, he was at his buddy's house who lives like three miles down the road. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, ever since they put dirt down at, at, at uh, Bristol, the dust has been so been so there's been so much dust that he's had to clean off his car. Like every <laughs> night that they've run, which is like, that's miles away. Yeah. And, and people were like, that's not, you know, Ryan McGee was like, that it can't be true. And uh, sure enough, man, you look at that dust coming out of that. I mean, coming out of that dust bowl, it was yeah, <laughs> it was quite. Well, and it was quite a not sight. exactly a, a airy track. That the wind doesn't move through that. No, that it's a coliseum. Yeah. It's a it's a yeah. It's it's playing. Uh, you know, it's like throwing dirt around inside. Uh, I don't know. Pick your favorite football stadium. That's you know, University of Michigan Stadium or something. It's, you know, it's there's nowhere to go. There's I believe just it was out the top. I believe it was Matt Weaver who tweeted this weekend too that that at one point back in in the past. Um, Bruton Smith did commission a study to determine whether it was feasible to put a roof over Bristol. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> yes, so, yes. Worth worth There's noting. Um, you imagine if all the dust was flying around oh, and there was a roof on that thing? My God, no, I cannot imagine. Oh my gosh. Um, no, I I I was disappointed that we did the single file restarts. I think I think we could have went back to double file. I, again, I think this. Uh, hopefully, NASCAR learns from this and they decide to run this in, at night. Um, in the future, at least run the run the main event in at night. You can run the heats during the day, like we do with the truck series. Yeah. Um, obviously, the trucks ran in the middle of the day, which was not the plan. They were supposed to run at night after eight o'clock. Yeah. So, I, um, I'd be okay if they did. Um, I mean, if they went back next year and they did a, you know, kind of like the Coke Six Hundred, where they have a four stage race. Yeah. I mean, make make this a five stage race and run run fifties. You know, run well, fifty heats and. Or you know, fifty lap heats and and a feature. So the other thing to look at too is that we did not have live pit stops, and because of that, we ended up having to have the competition caution so they could change tires after fifty laps. Um, I think that's something that they'll look at for next year too. Is considering live pit stops. I was disappointed that we didn't do live pit stops because I thought the reason we didn't do them at Eldora was because there's not enough room and there's plenty of room at Bristol. We know that. Yeah. Um, but there was some talk from NASCAR. Uh, prior to this race or during the race that the reason they chose not to do live pit stops was because with all the dust, a slippery pit road, cars sliding on pit road, pit crews slipping as they're trying to work on the cars for a first time event, which that was the note in the quote for a first time event. It didn't seem like it was something they wanted to try. Yeah. But I think that leads you to believe that we're going to look at that for the future. Yeah, I think so. If if nothing else, keep the competition cautions, keep the brakes where they are, but let these guys pit if they want to try strategy throughout the rest of the race. Because there were there were goofy rules as far as you couldn't you couldn't fuel the car until after they changed the tires, and somebody a couple drivers got penalized for that. And I I don't know, just yeah silliness with that stuff. But I will say it probably saved the crews money because they didn't have to bring their pit crews in this weekend. Yep, you had mechanics and crew chiefs and all that wrenching on the cars and changing the tires and all that stuff. Yeah. They had yeah. 10 minutes to make a pit stop or seven minutes or whatever. Yep. Um, so uh, one other thing worth noting before we talk about trucks, uh, Bubba Wallace had a spin in the middle of the race or toward the end of the race at near the end. Yeah. yeah close, n- close to the end. Yeah. No caution for that. Uh, what do you think, James? Should we, should we see a caution for that? Well, I, I brought it up in the notes because I, I, I mean, Everybody else got a caution. I, yeah. I kudos to Bubba for getting up and going. 
Um, but this goes back to Kyle Busch spinning out on purpose. I was guys take... just going to say, if I'm like, if so Kyle Busch gets a caution for spinning out on purpose on the apron, then Bubba Wallace should get a caution for spinning in the middle of the in field. In the middle of traffic. And honestly, Bubba did the right thing, got the car back yeah. going, but there's no incentive for him to do that. So what, yeah. uh, you know, I, I hate to see more and more cautions there. Um, you know, I'm not somebody who loves seeing all these cautions no. all the time. But No, I'm glad there wasn't a caution for the race. Me but... too. Yeah, me too, but I just felt like it wasn't fair to uh, – I felt like it wasn't fair to Bubba. Well, which... and here's the thing. I will – let me argue that point, and I'm going to argue my own point from previous. That's because yeah, let's I've it. been let's bitching about the grass, <laughs> ripping splitters off of cars. Right. And I've heard plenty of people over the past week say – that you shouldn't spin out without being punished for it. Ooh. And that makes sense. If you don't leave the racing service, you don't rip the splitter off your car. So if you leave the racing service and it rips your splitter off your car, that's on you. That's not on the track. It's not It's not a bad take. I don't know yeah. if I 100% agree, but I think that's... So, I mean, <laughs> should take. it completely destroy your car? No. And I think what's going to happen is we're going to see a, a Timothy Peters type wreck in the cup series, one of these times where a tr- car is going to dig into that grass and go flipping down the front stretch and NASCAR is yep. going to go, Whoa, okay. We need to do something now. Yeah. Um, well, and the thing is too, is like, what, what is, what is a fair punishment to have your car completely destroyed right. because you spun or to go to the back of the field, and, you know, maybe a lap down. And the thing you know, with what, Bubba's situation is, is we NASCAR pre- preach preaches safety. We do these things because of safety. Yes. He's turned sideways in front of traffic. Probably should have thrown a caution on that one. Yeah, I was really surprised by that, but kudos to the drivers around him. I mean, and, yeah. and kudos to Bubba for getting it getting it back going. But dang, dang, dude. If I was him, I would have been having uh just I would be asking some questions. Like, yeah, I'd be knocking why... on the hauler door after that race. Yeah, and and before anybody does this, I'm I we need to put the uh we need to put the footnotes on this conversation. I'm not we're not doing this because this isn't a Bubba Wallace no. bigger picture conversation. Couldn't here. care less who it is. I mean, any driver, yeah. make it, make it Eric Jones or make it uh, well, it was, Harvick or whatever. That's, that's what bothers like... me about NASCAR and their calls though, is they're so inconsistent. Sometimes yes. somebody will brush the wall and we yes. throw a caution. Other times yes. somebody, I mean, Kyle Busch slams the wall in the Xfinity series a couple of years ago, or cuts a tire down debris all down the back stretch, leading the race and they leave the green out. So he loses the race. You know, it's that type of stuff. Yeah, that yeah. let's be consistent on these things. Yeah, judgment calls. Like yeah. we've talked about, we've talked about judgment calls and balls and strikes and NASCAR for. I mean, we've. I think we beat that horse to death. We're still. We we can still probably give it a couple more whacks. Right. Um, as we go along. Whoever, but... the, whoever those bozos are up in the top. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a coded yeah uh, the coded statement yeah, a little bit <laughs> oh those bozos man what are you gonna do what are you gonna do with those bozos all in all james what do you think Su- successful weekend are we satisfied with this weekend yeah yeah i i think uh my my text that i sent you will live in infamy um <laughs> when i said this is pretty fun. Um, I don't, you know, if they don't bring it back, that's fine. And then five minutes later, <laughs> we're coming back in 2022. Boy, did I feel great. like an idiot after yeah. I sent that text. That was pretty good timing, though. That Can't help funny. it. That was funny. Yeah. Um, but no, if, I'm glad they're bringing it back. I mean, I, you know, I, I like, I, I'll stand by my point. I'd like to see this on a quote unquote real dirt track, maybe, because um, I think it would be an even better show. But regardless, great show. Um, let's run it back, man. Yeah, let's uh, before we talk about the truck race, let's dig into this since we're already kind of there. Um, yeah, we mentioned kind of going into our news items here a yeah, little bit. Yeah, the the dirt yeah. race will return in twenty twenty two. We don't know yet what it's going to look like. Uh, we don't know whether it will be trucks cup 
uh, maybe Xfinity, because I know a lot of the Xfinity guys were clamoring for this to, yeah. to race the Xfinity cars on dirt. Um, and, and, you know, if I, I found it interesting that even guys like, I mean, Kevin Harvick was very much against this. And he got out there on Saturday and had a freaking blast. Yeah. And all of a sudden he was the biggest proponent of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think, I think it was, we, we saw a case of a little bit of weakness with Kevin Harvick and something he was uncomfortable with. Well, I think, and I think, you know, Kevin, just by some of the interviews I've seen with him, I think he took this for what it was. He thought this is just a fun event. Who cares yeah. about the points? This is just something that we're going to do. Um, we're going to have a little bit of fun. So I think, I think he took it for what it was. That yeah. was awesome. And that's the thing guys. That's one thing to understand is, okay, this year was a crapshoot. We didn't know what to expect. Everybody was coming in blind. I mean, they were a little less blind when the trucks than when the trucks did it, but let's look at Eldora and the truck race and look at year two and year three. And every year that they ran it, everybody got a little bit better. Matt Crafton started running his modified during the year. You know, these guys started working on this. This race will not be like this next year. We will have guys that are much better at this than they were this year because now it's on the schedule. Now it's something we're going to see. Um, James, you got to mention in here about the old car. Yep. They, is that talk that people are talking yes. about? Yes, that's talk. Uh, Jenna Fryer. Okay. Jenna Fryer was kind of stirring it up, but um, you could see uh, it, it's starting to trickle in. Like if I we're going like to run this that back, that being an issue though. Like why would why would we run? I mean, I we don't know enough about the new car to know whether the new car can run on dirt. You would think. That if NASCAR yeah. is planning this race on dirt, they're also planning on ways to make the new car work on dirt. I don't. I just feel like that's an yep. expense that we're trying to get rid of is having these cars sitting around. Well, I'll give credit to Jordan Bianchi on this one too. You got to remember with the new car coming in, and, and we don't know what the date of next year's race is going to be. It could be mid midsummer. Who right. knows? We don't know. Um, but the parts are going to be scarce early on for this car. That's they're going to be all over the place. So is it cheaper to keep a couple of old cars around to run a dirt race for one more year and then bring them over? Um, I think there's uh, good arguments either way on this one. I, I like what you said. Like, yeah, they're building this car. Let's to you know, be clear. Here. Let me just before, cause I have, I've not seen any of this talk. Yep. Nobody from NASCAR has said anything about bringing the old not car. Yet. Right? No, no, no. Okay. This is not coming from so, NASCAR. So here's <laughs> my prediction. I love Jenna Fryer. My prediction is Jenna Fryer is full of crap. <laughs> my prediction is we will run. This is, I've seen this type of thing happen with NASCAR before where we sit there and go, there's no way we could possibly yeah. do this. And then yeah. they do it. We're going to run, the, we're going to run the new car here next year. That's my, well, prediction. And I, I'll say this too though. But <laughs> if, if the new, if the owners get behind this, um, the owners can probably sway NASCAR's decision to say, Hey, let's, let's bring these old cars back yeah. one more time. So well, yeah, it's going to be a, there's going to be a, a big, pile of old cars laying around and we know that the trucks have run i mean they ran some old trucks most of oh, those yeah. teams when they were coming to eldora even when even the last eldora race were running really old trucks there. i would venture to guess that there may have been a 2013 eldora truck in that bristol race oh yeah on, on monday there's gotta be there's yeah. gotta be yeah. yeah so so i wouldn't be surprised with that but i i just i think nascar is gonna run the new car there i don't think yeah, they, i don't think they yeah go i think we'll see yeah i think we'll see um you know, I, I, it's too early to say, but you know, it's going to be up to the teams and cost spending is a big deal. So, yep. um, it's probably cheaper for them to keep a couple of cars around than just to, to get parts for the new one for one race deal. Um, and if it's early enough in the season, it might give the teams a little bit of a break, uh, a couple extra weeks here. So I, Maybe. there's a lot of, there's a lot of positives to bring in the old car back. I I'm for it. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. I don't care. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so we spent too much time on this as it is. I guess the biggest thing to me is if we move the numbers, are we moving the numbers on this car? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. We've All already right. seen it. Let's let's talk about trucks uh, real quick. We don't need to spend a lot of time on this because, hey, the trucks, this is no, nothing There's new. There's not much to say, yeah. We, we run the trucks on dirt all the time. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. leads 105 laps uh, to win Ooh. this thing. Um, again, a guy with Out of nowhere, no dude. dirt experience. None. None. Absolutely Except not. for a couple of tests, yeah. Yeah, comes out and makes everybody look silly. <laughs> Dominated. Dominated. Other than I mean, Sheldon Creed leading 38 laps, I mean, it was he stunk up the entire show. So, James, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, what car, What team did Martin Truex Jr. drive for? He drove for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Kyle Busch Motorsports. So Kyle Busch wasn't driving that truck, right? No. Yeah, you, I love where you're going with yeah, this because so, I, I like that. So them. what you're like saying them. is Kyle Busch is the only one who gets the good trucks for KBM, huh? Kyle Busch is the only one who gets the good trucks really? for KBM. Really? That Martin Truex truck looked pretty damn no, good. I, you you took a turn that I, yeah I know <laughs> you took a turn that I was I, I I you went right when I thought you were going left because I thought what I thought you were going to say was God dang Martin Truex Jr. what is he doing racing in the truck yeah. series and went and dominating like this, well, this and is crap I do want what to a point bunch, that what out. a bunch of crap to have a cup driver come down into the truck series and win all these races Kyle Busch tweeted this actually somebody else tweeted and Kyle Busch retweeted it. Aaron Bearden tweeted it. Yeah, there you go. Aaron Bearden. Thanks. Yeah. Our buddy. We'll give credit yeah, to Aaron podcast, Bearden. Yeah. Former pod. Nobody was crying yeah. about all the cup drivers running that truck race because Kyle Busch wasn't running that truck race. Even when Martin right. Truex Jr. went out and dominated it, they still In the Kyle Busch truck. And that nobody cared, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So yeah, I did not expect, uh, <laughs> did not expect this from Truex though. No. I, honestly. I mean, it's um, first, his first truck series win and he does it on dirt. Yep, uh, it was cool seeing Ben Rhodes up there, and, and yeah. like Chase Briscoe got a top five, which I thought he was going to run one good. Um, but yeah, there was uh, poor Kyle Larson. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even get a really get a shot. Uh, speaking of hard hits, and then John Hunter Nemechek. John Hunter Nemechek, if, oh, if he would have been unbelting from the car, he would have been unbelted and climbed out of it by the time he got hit. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Derek well, Krause he, came in just uh, flying. Yeah, well, that was the that was the start of John Hunter Nemechek's problems because his truck got wiped out by the service yeah. truck coming around. <laughs> which I, I got a soapbox real quick, Eric. Yeah. Really quick, really quick. So I've I've done this before. I'm going to keep it brief. Um, NASCAR has that rule about not going towards the traffic mm-hmm. on the track after you get in a wreck. Yeah, you're supposed to go right to the to the um to the infield care vehicles or whatever the ambulance and get out of there so he climbs up onto the banking on the dirt it's clapping at at crafton which we had the soundbite at the beginning was fantastic right um and then nearly gets nearly gets hit by the service truck which then hits his truck and and pushes it down into a wall right are we just is that rule just not existing anymore is are we are we just not do we not care about that anymore it's bristol baby <laughs> this is this is what NASCAR okay. wants. NASCAR wants yeah. it. Service that, truck hitting uh, hitting uh, competitive vehicles. And that stuff. rule like, was created because of the Tony Stewart incident. I understand. And, I understand. And NASCAR never wanted to make that rule because they love this. I know. They I love know. this. And you, just, you can't blame them. But you're right. You're right. But I mean, honestly, when NASCAR tends to punish drivers and still find drivers if they get to a situation where yes. they're putting themselves semi in danger. But for the most part, I just it's, it's kind of police itself. We don't see guys climbing in windows or anything like that. And I yeah. think that's really what we want to try and stop. It, it doesn't seem like it was a dangerous situation, 
But obviously it was that, when the truck. Yeah, because hit that him. truck came sliding in. If that truck starts sliding in, it a little is early, tough I'd... too, though, because I will. And, and I, you're not wrong. You're 100 percent right. I will say though, that some of those long lenses they use make things look a lot closer than they are. So he might yeah. not have been that close. Man, um, it looked like but it was man, close. it smoked his truck, and it did. Smoke I mean, the thing was already pretty destroyed, but it was more destroyed after that. I mean, I, once again, I, I hate to to bang on safety again because I it's not something I like talking about, but we. Went into it on Gregson last week, and yep. you know how a few seconds changes things. If that, you know, if he's climbing out of that truck or his, has a foot on the ground, and yeah. it's a few seconds later, it's still a pretty nasty little nasty little deal there. But okay, well, the, the I, that, show that comes. The show comes first, James. The show does come first. We are an entertainment sport, by God, and we, we are, are going. We are here to entertain you we in are. the Coliseum of all places. Exactly. If if NASCAR didn't have that moment that they can re-air every dirt race we run at Bristol now. Yes, um, they would be disappointed. So they That's got right. what they wanted. They got what they wanted. And we got one hell of a soundbite for the start of the show. Yes, so. we did. Yes, we did. Good. Um, all right. I don't think anything. And then and then uh, John Hunter Nemechek wanted to make sure that it was known by going up to the hauler of Matt Crafton and doing the same slow clap. <laughs> I mean, golly. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Anyway, good stuff. Hey, rivalry rivalries are good. Yeah, no, he's being seen, up. you know, he's yeah. being seen. Hey, he's, good. you know, if, I think maybe it's a little early to be doing this stuff. You know, we talk about Noah Gregson and, and fluff ruffle and feathers when he doesn't have a whole lot in the name of wins. Uh, maybe it's a little early for John Hunter to be, um, you know, maybe starting feuds with people, but especially champions. like I, just, I thought for sure it, if I was John Hunter, I think I would be in a lot more pissed at Derek Krause than I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Because that was one weird incident. Yeah. I mean, the caution was out. I, I swear that the pace car had already picked up the field. <laughs> you know, people were making pit stops already, and here he comes flying into the turn. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and you gotta love the truck series. Yeah. She, yeah. It's rough and tumble. I can't wait for them to go back to Knoxville. I'll be tuning in. Yes. Yeah. That's my big takeaway is I, I, the trucks on dirt is such a joy. I'm, I'm very happy with, with the race. So So. I will, I will go out on a limb here and say, we need to run one dirt race in the cup series and that's it. Yes. But I have no issue with seeing two or three of these dirt races in the truck series. Yeah. And if we can, if you're going to run a vehicle on dirt, let's run a damn truck on dirt. Can somebody from NASCAR please mend this relationship with Tony Stewart so we can yeah. get Eldora back on the schedule? Please, for God's sake, Holly, man, make a phone call. Somebody do something. I well, know now, he's. A stu- I know he's a stubborn. At Bristol, we're never getting Cup cars at, at Eldora. It's never. Oh, just like God dang! I know he's a stubborn old man at this point, but can we just find a way to maybe Kevin Harvick can help us mend the fence here maybe. a little bit? I, I don't know. I want the. I want Eldora back on the schedule. Um, before we leave the truck race, it is worth noting that Martin Truex Jr. also has joined the Triple Threat Club. Yes, that's right. Winning in all three series. 36th uh, member of the Triple Threat Club. There that's you go. a great, great list of drivers. If you guys want to look that up, it was on Reddit here recently. I yeah. had saved a photo, but uh, who, who leads that list? That would be uh, Mr. Kyle Bush. You want to? You want me to get the list KFB. out? If you can't be. <laughs> if you filibuster for me for like. A minute, I can probably get everything pulled up here. Really, quick. I think I have it saved too because I saw it somewhere. But uh, it's um, yeah, Kyle Busch, KFB, um, of course, way up at the top. Uh, just a second here. Yeah, hold on, hold <laughs> on, hold on. I've almost I'm got it. So bad at filibustering. I'm scrolling past. Um, so I sent you my my picture of Daniel Suarez liking my tweet. That was good. And then yes. uh, 
Chase Elliott's Hooters car for Darlington, which I it's, very much it's enjoy. It's too bad that it, it was Daniel Suarez, not somebody with the stature and um, fan base of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yes, right. Um, but you're getting I've had there, Jeff James. Gordon, though. I've had Jeff Gordon. You're getting there, but he's uh, yeah, not yeah. there yet. I've had Jeff. I've had a like from Jeff Gordon, so yeah. I'm okay with that. And Brad Keselowski. So I've got some championships behind my likes. Yeah, so. I suppose. There it is. There's my dig. So Kyle Busch, 214. Kevin Harvick, 119. That's <laughs> your top. That's your top two. Um, it's a fun. It's a fun little list, though. Yeah. Um, guys on this list. Uh, the the top of the list is Mark Martin, Brad Keselowski, Carl Edwards, Hamlin, Stewart, Logano, Biffle, Truex. Um, Kurt Busch names, you know, how many are on the, bo- the list, James? Does it 30, 36 drivers total? Nice. Um, the bottom of the list is where it gets fun to me. That's David Rudiman. Uh, Steve Park is on this one. Ken Schrader, hmm. uh, Justin Haley's on this list. Uh, Ricky Craven, Jimmy Spencer, <laughs> so wow. there's Michael Waltrip. <laughs> so great list. Well, our Michigan's own Johnny Benson. Nice. Um, and then I think Eric Jones, yeah, Eric Jones on this list too. So a couple of our, yeah, Brad. So there's a few of our Michigan guys on this list. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. All right. Let's talk uh, a little bit more news. Um, looks like, uh, anybody looking to go back to Chicago land speedway for a cup race probably isn't going to get that to happen. Are they James? No, no. <laughs> and it killed off by the computer. Yeah. The, machine, the machines have come for, uh, from our, for our racetrack. So there's a lot of skepticism about this, but iRacing announced that the final uh, race of the um, NASCAR Pro Invitational Series, iRacing Pro Invitational Series, uh, will be run at the Chicago Street Circuit, um, which has been developed by iRacing and definitely caught a lot of people's attention because there have been rumors about a street race at NASCAR. Uh, there have been rumors about a Chicago street race at NASCAR. And with Chicagoland Speedway being taken off the schedule, talks last year about the land being up for sale. Um, yeah, it's kind of looking like we might see cars on the streets of Chicago before we see them back at Chicagoland Speedway. Probably by 2022, would you say? Yeah, probably. Probably. I yep. mean, this is a big undertaking. It's, I mean, it seems like they're shutting down some pretty prominent streets in Chicago to make this happen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but we they did see. to scan the uh, they did to scan the track into iRacing. So yeah. if, if the city of Chicago is working with iRacing to do all of this, um, there's bigger talks going well, on here. I mean, there is no nobody thinks that this was done just to that's be done, right. Right. I mean, no, that's right. No, whether, I mean, this is whether this race ever comes to fruition or not. This is a test run at this race. Yeah. And this is the death of the Chicagoland Speedway. Yeah. I mean that that I don't know Eric I don't think we'll ever go back. No, I don't think so either. I I, I, mean, wasn't, we, I wasn't thinking we were going to anyway. Um, I could see Kentucky maybe getting the race back. I doubt it, but I could see it maybe happening. Yeah. Um, but Chicago Land's not getting the race back. That land's too valuable to to bring a race back there. I mean, yep. if they were gonna, a, yeah. if, if they're going to race there again, we'd be racing there this year. Well, it's not like Nashville Super Speedway where you can go back someday. I, this is going to get, I feel like it's going to get torn down. Oh, yeah, that, that track's not going to stand there without no. racing. It's a bummer, it. man. It's, it's kind a of a bummer. Track, man. I, yeah. I mean, one of your favorites. I know you've been there. It actually, I think is my favorite track I've been to. And I mean, it's, it's a little, a little outdated because it hasn't been updated really since it was built, um, which wasn't that long ago, 2000, 2001 ish. Um, in that range anyway. But, uh, I I mean, it's the, the racing it produced was great. And I mean, as far as from a fan fan aspect, um, you know, lowered infield, the backstretch is raised, it's curved. 
You can see the whole track from any seat pretty much. Um, you don't have to even turn your head to see the track because of the shape of it. Yep. it it's just a great place. But uh, yeah, bummer. Yep, I think she's gone and killed off by iRacing. Let's see what else iRacing can take from us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I I don't know. I don't know about the street circuit thing. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I'm not. Dave Moody thinks it's the dumbest thing ever until NASCAR announces it. And then Dave Moody will say it is the greatest thing NASCAR has ever done. Yes. So <laughs> I did not expect you to go after Moody today. Uh, must have been a long car. Must have been a long car, right? Such a fanboy sometimes. I love Moody. I love Moody, but sometimes he just infuriates uh, me. I love the. I love when you just go out there and just go <laughs> go after him. That's always one of well, my. Well, I was thinking about it with the dirt race because I remember him just talking down Cup on dirt forever, and then he was talking this week like it was. Just well, he. Awesome. Well, and the underlying thing with him is he loves to troll the trolls. That is true. So that's which um, him and Nick Brownberg. That's the yeah. that's the rivalry. So yep. um, that was one of my favorite Twitter things. Whenever those two start going at it, I text Eric right away. <laughs> yeah, like it's on, it's on. So uh, we're gonna test the next gen car at Martinsville this week. Yeah. Um Each but manufacturer is bringing yeah. one of its cars that it built to Martinsville. Uh, yep. They will be running, they'll have patterns, camel wraps, et cetera, on them, disguise the cars so that the other manufacturers can't see what types of tricks they got up their sleeve. Uh, but I think, James, this is just the beginning. This is the beginning of that announcement for the All-Star Race. They're going to run the next-gen car at the All-Star Race. Yeah, I'm, yeah, Eddie Gossage, I'm sure, is is uh, working on that yep. uh, right now. It's so. going to happen. We haven't heard anything about that All-Star Race, and this is why. Cars on track with manufacturers behind them. This yep. is a big step, big step for the next gen car. Yeah. Um, this is the, this is probably the test before, you know, the teams get their orders to start building cars. I, yeah, think. I would assume the, it's going to be, be the final. Closer. Yeah. I would assume that yep. we'll, they'll get the tech specs after this and know exactly yep. what, what they're going to get. Yep. And the, you know, and obviously the building of these cars is going to be a lot different. They're outsourcing quite a bit of it. The yeah. teams aren't going to be doing a lot of it themselves. So this is going to be in uh it's going to be, here we go. So you think here we're going to we have an, have a situation like when IndyCar switched to their new car and they had the, like the front uh, wings where they were, there was literally a shortage of them and they were having issues with them. Do you think we're going to uh, run into something like that? With I hope parts? I hope not. I mean, with this, with this dang pan- pandemic though, Eric, I know I, don't know what to expect with anything honestly i I mean you would think but like we have a national chip shortage for your your standard cars you know right um i I don't know i mean i I, there very well could be i i hope not i really do i hope that it goes smoothly i'm sure nascar's got everything in place to make it happen so yeah just don't wreck them (laughs) yeah it's just said than done for some of our drivers right (laughs) um james i know you did some searching before the show any other news that we're missing Nope. Um, iRacing series is going on right now as we speak. But other than that, we are clean and clear. All right. Uh, all right. We are going to uh, we have Easter this weekend. There's no race this weekend. We race at Martinsville next weekend. Uh, but James and I decided we're going to take some time off unless some news breaks next week. We'll come up with a we short podcast. Work. We work so hard. We deserve. There's a, a lot of effort put into this podcast. We need time off. You can tell by the quality production value of this podcast that the amount of work that we put into it every week. So you may, you may or may not know that my daughter interrupted this podcast, this right. very podcast tonight. I'm you, that you, good at editing may, that you guys. It may be edited out. It may not. We'll yeah. just have to find out. It's possible. It might even be at the end of the show. Who knows? That'd be great. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so we're going to make our picks this week for, uh, for Martinsville. And like I said, next week, if, if some big news breaks, they drop a schedule or announce the all-star race or something like that, we might jump on for a quick pod. Uh, but chances are we'll be off next week and return the following week to, uh, to break down the whole Martinsville thing. So just to recap from this past week, uh, James, I'm finally ahead of you. You did. You did it. I got you 52 to 34 this week on points. Uh, lead 564 to 556. So James actually gets to pick first this week, Incredible. which is unusual for me. So one thing to note before uh, we make our picks for Martinsville, just to preview the event, uh, no grass on the inside of the corners at Martinsville Yeah, they anymore. took her all out. I know. Um, the the yeah. last little bit of green grass is gone. Had a nice long cleanup there last year because of a wreck where a car slid through that grass, and NASCAR said, no, no more of that. Uh, yep. Let's put some concrete or asphalt down, and so – no more, Boo. no more grass. Um, yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> know, the curbs matter. are still there. That's all that matters. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, James gets the first first pick for the Xfinity race. Yep. It is the Cookout 250. James, who I, you got? Yeah, after my historic 34 point performance from Bristol, um, our new record low for the season. Thank one, you very much. One thing to note here is James noted before we started recording, Martinsville has not historically had Xfinity races for a while. I know we only had one in the fall. That was it. Yep. Um, so since 2016, yep. since two, excuse me, 2006 was the last time before the fall. Um, I had it between two drivers, but I'm going to take the easy way out here, Eric. I'm going to say Harrison. You're going Burton. with last year's winner, huh? I'm going to take last year's winner, but I'm curious to see if you pick my guy. I, I was really almost, I almost did it. I almost picked him, but let's see if you, let's see if you take him. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me look here real quick. I'm going to write down. Were you going to go Allgaier? No, I wasn't. But you're you're going to go Austin Sendrick? No. I'm going Austin Sendrick because Uh, I just don't. I I have not played the Austin Sendrick card at all this year, and I'm playing it this weekend. So You need it. Yeah, He's going to be good. Who was your guy? Who was your other one? Looking at Noah Gregson. (laughs) Really? No, I wasn't going to do that. (laughs) I'm over the Noah Gregson thing. Yeah, he had a really good race there last fall and um, scored a ton of points, led laps, but I'm going to take the winner. I'm going to take Harrison. Um, I just kind of trust him. I am not. (laughs) Just for the record, uh, Noah Gregson has led 23 laps at Martinsville, but Austin Sindrick has led 42. Yes, yes. And another one to note, A.J. Allmendinger has led 68. Well, here's the thing. I was going to pick him, but I can't. I, uh, used him yeah. in the, I used him in the last Xfinity race. That's right. Um, so I cannot pick. I DJ think this Elmendinger. is my first time picking Austin Sindrick all season. So. It is your first time picking Austin Sindrick. Yep. Yeah. You have picked Harrison Burton before. Yes. Um, I've also picked him way back. He scored me eight points uh, last time. So I <laughs> need a good run. Um, Austin Sindrick's been my uh, been my uh, my big dog here for the for the most part. But um, no, that's good. I like Austin Sindrick. There you go. He'll be good. Uh, Cup Series, it's the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500 from Martinsville Speedway. Yeah. Who are you going with on that one, James? Yeah, so I'm going to pick a guy who um, who continues to top five his way through the entire season, and it's about time he got himself a win. I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. To win. I'm not used to picking first. There's a lot of pressure. But uh, I'll, take, I'll take Denny. Oh, man, that makes it tough on me because I actually have two. And I was hoping you'd pick one of them so I wouldn't have to decide between the two. But I'm going to go with my first pick, and I'm going to go with the last winner here and the guy who has mm-hmm. run well at Martinsville pretty much since he started racing, and uh, Denny Hamlin's nemesis at Martinsville and Chase Elliott. 
Chase, I like it. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. was my second choice. Also a pretty good choice here. And uh, Denny Hamlin's a great choice too. So really those yeah. were those were the three that I was thinking about, but I'd left Denny Hamlin off my list. I was going with, with yep. Chase or Truex. So. A couple of sneaky guys that I like here too, though. Brad, Blaney, the yeah. Penske guys. Um, Joey, I mean, all those, all those Penske guys are pretty good here. Uh, um, Hendrick has, has historically run, run well here too yes, in the past. With a resurgence that they've run, yeah. Well, um, how many but, times did Jimmy Johnson run well, and who's driving the Jimmy Johnson car now? Right, Bowman could be good here. I, w- um, I was thinking, I was thinking Larson, but. But yeah, Larson. Well, yeah, I was thinking the forty-eight. But yes, yeah, yeah Lar- I, Kyle Larson's been so bad here that I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, I that think he the can... days of Larson being bad anywhere are over. You might be right. This is going to be a true test. If he comes, if he comes into Martinsville and kicks everybody's butt, I am going to, pr- I. I I guess I'll be shocked. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah, he's just not used to slowing down like he has to do here at, that's true. <laughs> at Martinsville. Um, I think that's why it's so hard for him, but, um, you know, his last start here, he did finish, uh, he did finish ninth. So I guess he's not that terrible, but it's been a while. He, he missed the last two starts, obviously. Right. After last year. So, all right, uh, fantasy league. Let's talk about fantasy league real quick, James. Oh, how did you do on fantasy league this week? Boy, we all the hey, whole league. Not we all, because I finished no, fifth. No, no. When the when the winner of the league <laughs> scores 150 points, that's a rough week for all of us. 175. Um, 175. I'm sorry. Yes. So still <laughs> under the Mr. 200 mark. Give Mr. Consistency some credit. Mr. Consistency, my buddy Ian, he got the win. Not a, not a NASCAR guy, but um, <laughs> kicked all of our butts. Uh, so Mr. Consistency gets the win. Baron Speedway, a uh, friend of the show. And then Raging Redneck Racing continues to to score um, very well. Eric, you uh, you ended up getting fifth. Yeah. Would have been then, a lot uh, better if Truex wouldn't have blew it right there at the end. Yeah, I sacrificed my chance at the 100 club and benched Larson um, to save a start down the road. Hopefully, I can maximize that start. If I don't, I'm gonna, it's not going to be good. Uh, I ended up 10th, so bluff. Yuck. Um, overall standings, Ranger um, holding on to his lead, but Raging Redneck is uh, is right there. And then uh, Fast to the Grass is our third place um, in the standings at the current moment. So that's um, that's pretty awesome. Um, to see a couple new guys up in there. Mr. Consistency fourth. Um, I am seventh. Eric, you're eighth. We're separated um, by not quite 30 points. So yeah. we are right in the middle of the pack uh, like we like we should be, like we normally would be. So there you go. Yep. Fun All time. All right. Uh, Hate that. Hate that league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, speaking of dead horses from earlier in the show. Yeah. Right. Uh, any shout outs this week? Um, let me think about it for just a second. Um, we had, actually, I do have a quick shout out, Eric, um, a buddy of yours, honestly. Well, not, not so much, a, I guess not so much a buddy of yours. I'm, I'm speaking out of turn there. Um, but I had a little bit of Twitter interaction with, um, one of the hosts of dinner with drivers. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to find said tweet through my feed here really quick, but that's, you know, not easier said than done for me. So, um, which is that, I mean, dinner for drivers though, great podcast. If you haven't listened to that one, um, I mean, and Eric, there's been, I mean, I've listened to the Tony Stewart ones, um, which I thought were great for obvious reasons, but, uh, you know, been, uh, 
I don't know. It's, it's been that's been a, it's been a while since I've checked that podcast out, but I need to definitely um, definitely get in or get, I guess get back on that podcast train. Yeah, it's been a bit for me as well, but it is a great podcast. I, the pandemic kind of killed yeah. some of the podcasts for me, the ones that where they where they yep. actually sat across from people because they yep. weren't able to. So. Well, I should mention it was Ryan Eversley, by the way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry about that. Yes, Ryan Eversley, one of the hosts of uh, Dinner with Drivers, um, but he's a uh, he is a professional race car driver, which is which is cool. So, um, nice. drives an IMSA. So yeah, yeah, good deal. Cool good deal. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything. Uh, I don't. I don't have any shout outs. You're not going to force it. I sometimes I force it. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to Aaron Bearden for some funny stuff this week uh, with the dirt race. He thought um, was on his game. Shout out to game. Jamie Little for working her butt off at the at the dirt race on Saturday or on Sunday yeah, and the providing flood. updates. Um, shout out to everybody at Bristol who had to deal with the rain. Um, you know, it, fortunately, fortunately NASCAR called it early. I think they made the right call calling it on Sunday. Um, even if the rain had stopped uh, early enough to get the track in under condition, um, when your parking lots are flooded, it's kind of hard to ask people to come to your race. Um, so yeah. I think, no, the right, you know, rain in the mountains, not necessarily the greatest thing. So I, I think they made the right decision there and it was pretty good. So, yep, I think so. Um, so yeah, uh, good, yep, good. good on them. And yep. I guess big shout out to NASCAR for pulling this sucker off at NASCAR and SMI. Yep. Um, they got a fan in me. I'll be, uh, looking forward to it next year. Hopefully, uh, hopefully make my way down to Bristol next year when this whole stupid pandemic is over and we can actually, uh, go down the pits again and mingle with drivers. Um, Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be heading out there. Uh, Marcus Smith was on a Dale Jr. download this week. Uh, just a note, Bob Pockris says that Marcus uh, noted they sold 36,000 tickets for Bristol. Wow. So. That's pretty good. I mean, it looked like a pretty decent crowd in there. Yeah, and they managed to make it work for the for the doubleheader that the truck people had truck tickets only could stay for the for the cup race, so that was cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. There was some question whether they were going to be able to do that with COVID, but uh, able to make it happen. So that's cool. Nah, COVID doesn't exist anymore. No, nah, I know. I know. <laughs> hey man, a couple of weeks I'll be vaccinated. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Me too. Yes. We are both very close. Yep. So, uh, James, where can they find you on social media? If they want to chat with you during the week at James Cush on Twitter, you can find me at T super speedway on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is the super You can find uh, old podcasts on there. Uh, show notes, links to articles. We discuss, uh, past articles, race coverage, photos, all that stuff. Check it out, thesuperspeedway.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Uh, wherever you heard us today, we hope you subscribe and continue to listen. And most of all, if you want to become a part of the show and help us out, uh, you can do so by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash thesuperspeedway. No racing this weekend. It is Easter weekend, but we will be back next week. Uh, with Martinsville, we will, uh, like I said, jump on here if there's anything worth talking about prior to Martinsville. Otherwise, we'll join you afterwards and recap the race. Uh, 500 miles, or 500 miles, 500 laps of short yeah. track racing following the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, what more can you ask for? I love these little short track stints we get. And then I think we go to Richmond right afterwards. So, um, yep. good Three stuff. Three short tracks in a row, and then we go to the big dog. There you go. Yeah. Alladega looms, good baby. Good stuff. Can't wait for that, too. So, uh, like I said, we'll be back in two weeks to discuss all that, break it all down, talk about Martinsville, preview Richmond, all that fun stuff. Hope you guys have a happy Easter. And until then, everybody, let's go racing. Yeah, it was um it was definitely a uh sorry, hold on, Ellie's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Alexander, <laughs> can you pause for a second? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, sorry, man. Um, <laughs> no she problem. came sneaking out, sneaking out of our room. Do you want to uh, take it from well, the? Well, I'll just say I, I ended with um, what, okay. I, what I ended with. I it was ended... you were talking about dust. Yeah, I, I said the dusty, second right? stage was really ruined by the dust, and then if you want to take it from there, I can jump back in or. I can, yeah, I can that continue. sounds good.